Hotep Jesus. We're back. Saw y'all earlier. Back again. My second stream in the day. I'm not used to streaming on YouTube twice in the same day. Something new. But um, y'all know I, I bring some beautiful, great, inspiring guests on my channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Today we were able to uh, grab somebody that's very, very uh, active in the community. You know, not like some of these fake activists out here. We got ourselves somebody who, who does who does real work. Um, but before we get into that, I am Hotep Jesus. I'm wearing my shirt it says "Shut up and cold." Shut up and cold. What does shut up and cold mean? Shut up and cold mean shut up and work. Get it done. You know, nobody really cares about your feelings, you know, so on and so forth. Um, you know, talk, talk, don't cook rice. You know, action is going to make things happen. So we got to make sure that um, we put our best foot forward. and We're always taking action on things. With that being said, I take action on things. Uh, I'm building a portfolio of tech companies. You can find all of those in the description box below. I spoke to a gentleman one time. He said, um, hey, bro, I didn't know you, you know, we're dealing with tech companies. How come you don't talk about it more? I'm like, I say it in the beginning of all my streams. <laughs> so sometimes you find out like people, they might follow you on Twitter, but they don't follow, follow. Also, um, if you subscribe to my daily newsletter, uh, it's briansharp.co, B-R-Y-A-N-S-H-A-R-P-E dot C-O. Subscribe. Um, get on my daily newsletter. Uh, there's an automated email sequence that introduces you to who I am and tells you everything I'm into and tells you all about me. It tells you how you can connect with me. It tells you how you can work with me. It's all there, you know. So uh, with that being said, um, there's some tech concerns in Silicon Valley, um, censorship, so on and so forth. I know we saw with you know Trump. Just want to let people know I'm on the job. I'm, I'm here to build the new Wakanda. I want to be the next tech giant. But without further ado, I'd like to introduce to y'all, brother Shakem, our man Arquette. Shakem, what's good, brother? Man, I'm feeling good, brother. What's going on? Man, life is good. Life is good, man. It's been a lot going on in the media. Been a lot going on with conservatism. It's a lot going on with you. You got boots on the ground. Let's cover it all. First of all, yeah. let's let's go straight to the hot topic. What's going on in Minneapolis, man? Man, Minneapolis, I think what you just actually saw was a buildup of frustration due to years and years and years of neglect in uh, 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 police community relations, right? Um, and a lot of things people have been saying, a lot of topics people have been covering, it all boils down to this at the end of the day. Justice delayed is justice denied. See, we always like to compare it, well, you know, what about black on black crime? That, that's, that's, that's one of the most, you know, just ugh, disgusting things that people pull up. But one thing they gotta realize, right? It doesn't, whenever you have black on black crime, it doesn't take four or five days for murderers to get taken off the street. They're immediately apprehended, they're taken away, and there is no justice delayed. 
So therefore, there's no time to have that built up outrage to where it has to be expressed in a manner that a lot of times leads to violence. We don't have to, you know, uh, 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 do so many uh, protests in order to get stories heard. Anytime you're dealing with law enforcement, right, there's an expectation of law enforcement. Law enforcement is given the ability to patrol our communities with guns and saying, hey, you've committed a law. I mean, you've uh, you've disobeyed the law. We're going to apprehend you. We're going to take whatever measures it is to actually stop and arrest or prosecute or whatever. And when that sort of trust is given to somebody that patrols our neighborhood and can say, hey, you, you know, stop. As a people, we feel like we are deserved that same trust and transparency whenever something happens against us. We just want to say, listen, as citizens, we have the right to hold an officer accountable the same way officers hold us accountable. Right. That's that. That's all the people want. Accountability. And when that accountability disappears and it's only a one way street, you see people then begin to lash out because they feel powerless. You know, when you look at a video and you see the life being drained out of somebody or like here in North Charleston, we saw Walter Scott getting shot eight times in the back running away. When you see these type of things on video, it incites, you know, pain it's and traumatizing. Yeah, traumatizing. definitely. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, nothing happens and, and we're like stuck. So it's become like a nightmare that's played over and over and over and over again. And, you know, are the looters are the looters wrong? Are they bad people? Well, so let me tell you this. I, the, the looter, the loot, the looters are wrong. Right. The looters are wrong. I actually led a charge uh, in 2018 after Keith Scott was killed in Charlotte. I have a lot of video. If you go on my Facebook page, you will see me in the middle of riots in Charlotte, North Carolina. We was at the epicenter and I was all over. I mean, Don Lemon captured me several times. I was the big black dude with the bullhorn. See, what happens is a lot of times, you know, looters come out with bad intentions and they just trying to get something off. So the protesters who are legitimate, you know, sometimes their message gets drowned out. But at the end of the day, you're looking at the effect. You're not looking at the cause. And a lot of times people feel so disrespected. They say, you know what? We, you disrespected us. We're going to disrespect you. And I'm going to tell you like this. There's a narrative that always states, that, oh, they're burning down their own neighborhoods. They're burning down. They're not burning down their own neighborhoods. Trust me. A lot of these times they are not burning down their own neighborhood. They are hitting big corporate stores, uh, uh, big corporations. They're hitting uh, uh, Dollar Tree or uh, Family Dollar, uh, uh, Targets. They're not going into mom and pop stores and hitting the, 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 the brother down the street who, who, who sells. They're not hitting those people. They're not. You never see black mom and pop stores are black businesses saying, you know what, you might see one here or there, but you're never going to see these people say, you know what, man, my store was looted. They don't because we have that respect for each other that we will pass by his, you know, the brother right here's clothing store. We're going to pass his store and we're going to hit Walmart. We're going to hit Target. So, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, 
that's not even the most important part, uh, important piece of the puzzle. You know, we still have to keep our eyes on the prize and understand this. The only reason those people rioted is because justice was delayed. If those officers were apprehended as the next day, as they should have been, or even maybe within 24 hours, you would not have seen riots. The people only rioted due to the frustration and the built up anger from seeing justice delayed and justice denied. Mm, that's real talk. Uh, Shopton, Chad, appreciate you, homie. What up? He's been looking forward to this. Chad, Chad really enjoys you. Um, uh, peace and love to the brother Shaquem. Got to link up with some of my S, uh, South Carolina peeps to collab. Did that snake come back to get you? Man, <laughs> it, it ain't come back yet. Somebody said it was Candace Owens, though. So I don't know. <laughs> Big Daddy Cool, Black Power and his mother. I remember that in 2018. <laughs> Bingo, he remembered. That's what I was screaming all day in them riots. <laughs> yes, that's love. That's love. Well, see, you know what? Another thing, right? And what a lot of times people don't understand, right? Uh-huh. Is that there comes a point in time to where people have to stand up. People don't want to be disrespected. You know, everybody always says, well, maybe they need to do it another way, right? So when Colin Kaepernick did a silent protest, silent, what did the right do? Oh, they had a fit. Oh, my God. You oh, man. he he's They took it and they deflected. Oh, he's disrespecting the flag. That man didn't disrespect the flag. Oh, he's disrespecting the country. He didn't disrespect the country. He didn't do none of that. All of that was a false narrative to take away from what he did. A lot of them, see, and a lot of times conservatives like to say we're constitutionalists. So if you're a constitutionalist and you're a conservative, why are you mad? Because someone is asserting their constitutional right. See, a lot of times constitutional rights only are applicable to a lot of conservatives when it involves a white face. And we got to call hypocrisy. And that's one of the things that I really want to, you know, delve into a little more is calling out the hypocrisy that we see because we can't continue to have conversations that are neutral and people are trying to, you know, sidestep. We got to confront the issue straight on and talk about it. Matter of fact, so can we talk about can we talk about Colin Kaepernick? Real OK, fast? let's talk. About now, that. usually what happens is um, uh, there comes a point in the middle of my debates where um, I decide to debate the party that's here let's roll interviewing right uh -huh. um and this one popped up kind of early okay now uh. let me just preface this and say i do agree with what you just said about colin kaepernick and how people reacted to him for those reasons right, right? now i have other reasons why i didn't like what he did mm -hmm. number one he ain't black mm -hmm. number two he hasn't been a voice ever in his life he waited until he was a bench player to do so then he hijacked the narrative and made it about himself. And it's highlighted when he cosplayed as a Black Panther. And then when he had the tryout, he stunned and then he had the shirt that said Kunta. Okay. For me, well, okay. for me, it looks like Colin Kaepernick saw his relevance falling into the void and latched on to dead black bodies mm -hmm. to regain relevance. What are your thoughts on that? Well, a lot of times that's what people say about us who've been in the penitentiary. 
They say, you know what? Why did you wait to become a Muslim when you went to prison? Like, why did you why did you start reading the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad when you went to prison? Why did you embrace Islam when you went to prison? Why did you stop smoking? Uh, why did you why did you why did you do this? Why did you wait until you went to prison in order to do something? See, a lot of times we embrace a lot of times. Hold on. What's up, man? Oh, come on. A lot of times, a lot of times, it's my big bro right here, man. So yeah, yo. So a lot of times we we embrace another side of us, or we dig deep whenever we're in a situation to where we're down and out. You know, sometimes you might be in the hole in lockdown. You know, and a brother just give you a Quran and uh, and it slide through your door, and you start looking and you say, man, you know what, man, I should have woke up a long time ago. So I think. A lot of us have that turning point in our lives when we're at our lowest to where we wake up and we say, you know what, man, this is an opportunity for me to dig deep within myself and soul search and really say, I'm going to make a whole 180 and I'm going to do what I need to do. So and all yeah, of Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So he was down and out. <laughs> Peace. He was down and out falling into relevance. But what about cosplaying as a Black Panther member? That's okay. not a costume. For GQ magazine, you get all the kids, you go out in New York City and you cosplay, you puff your hair out. You ain't never wore Afro in your life. Now said you won't wear Afro and you cosplay in Black, Pla uh, Black Panther Party. Well, so this is the thing. That's right? not a costume. So this is the thing. I, I, would, I would rather him take his hair out and wear Afro and exude... The, the 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 image of a black panther versus him perming his hair and acting like he's some soft softy screaming you know well, what about black on black crime or you know well you know <laughs> we need, we need to like hold hands and sing together right so i mean i understand where you're coming from but i'm looking at it like okay what would i rather have in the face of a lot of children would okay. i rather have this brother saying you know what let's talk about knowing your rights you know let's talk about putting together a camp to where we can teach you how to interact with officers and we're gonna teach you constitutional rights. I would rather him say, you know what? Let's embrace our culture and let's make it a fad. Let's wear the dashiki. Let's wear the, like, let, let's embrace who we are. I would rather him take on that role than take on a role like Larry Elder. You know what I'm I saying? Can't, I, can't, I can't argue that. I can't argue that. That's a great point. I would definitely take that over you know right. some of these other cats out right. here. If I, had to look, if, I had to, if I had to look at Larry Elder and I had to look at Colin Kaepernick and I had to look at my son, I'm gonna tell my son to look at Colin Kaepernick. I ain't gonna tell him to look at Larry Elder. Yeah. So you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I I can't. I just say, man, I appreciate what the brother did. I know this, and because I felt the same way too after at first. You know, I always been a 49ers fan. You know, but it's like a lot of time, you know, even like with LeBron James, he didn't speak out with Tamir Rice. He was really kind of like cool and quiet. And then all of a sudden, as he began to grow and develop, he said, you know what, man, I ain't scared. And he started speaking out. So I think and, and, and probably you were the same thing. There was probably a point in your life to where, you know, you weren't conscious how you are. You probably hit a stage where you say, you know what, I'm going to turn it up another. I'm going to turn it up a notch. So I was born, I was born hotel. I was born outspoken and I was born a rebel. You guys, anybody know y'all was born a rebel. <laughs> I'm not like these other niggas. I'm like you. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 come from a different stock. You know what I mean? Like we 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 was born. Oh, uh, you know what I think it got a lot to do with? Mm -hmm. How you was raised. Right. Your relationship with your grandma. Right. Your grandma had certain 
rules and regulations in the house. You wasn't allowed to go inside the refrigerator. You wasn't allowed to run in and out the house. I think that's what people are missing nowadays, man. They don't have that 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 grounding and discipline and family that that old stock had. Right. And another thing, I, I think this is what, what we're kind of missing, too. And I was just happening to read. I was reading this book before I came on. This is the falsification of African consciousness by Dr. Amos Wilson. Dr. Okay. Dr. Amos Wilson is one of my favorite authors. He one of my favorite books is The Blueprint for Black Power. It's probably like 900 pages. But it talks about, you know, how us as black people, we can build an economic base, a political base you know, an education base, like how we can basically take our experience here in this country and use it to grow something that's going to be profitable and, and, and our kids can inherit. And that's why, you know, when I look at, you know, and a brother was on Facebook and Twitter and a lot of them, they talk about, oh man, the black conservative movement, you know, why we got to be segregationists and, you know, we're not black conservatives, we're conservatives and the brother screaming, you know, how, you know, he wishes the black conservative movement would be destroyed. And, you know, he's just wishing hell and damnation on the black conservative movement. However, you got to understand we embrace black conservatism because there's a culture that is unique to us that we need to embrace. There's a lesson in our history. See, I look at them and compare. Remember, us uh, Skinner had the, the 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 rat the rat experience, the, the rat experiment, and every time you know he gave he he the rat did something and then Skinner would feed him, and then he'd do something else and then he'd feed him. Then if he did something he didn't want to do, he wouldn't feed him. See, that's what. A lot of our that's what's wrong with conservatism now. See, they they have been trained to do things to eat. So if you say, what about black on black crime? He's going to give you a crumb. You're going to eat. If you say, well, what about, you know, black fatherlessness? He's going to give you a crumb. So you eat. If you say, let's support black owned businesses, they're not going to give you a crumb. You don't eat. Then if you say, you know what, let's come together and celebrate uh, our black experience, you're not going to get a crumb, so you don't eat. So what has happened over the years, a lot of the black conservatives have been programmed by the master to say certain things in order to eat. They've become conditioned to that particular lifestyle so that they can eat. So they already know what it takes in order to eat. Exactly. So the reason why they don't they don't want to embrace the African consciousness is because they can't eat. You can't get up in your MAGA onesie and make a rap song and, and, and talk about uh, 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 the, 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 the cultural revolution of black people in America. You're not going to eat. Oh, you're going to lose all your followers. The only way you keep your followers is if you talk about how blacks are, are trained chimpanzees. You speak uh. Candace Owens rhetoric. That's how she eats. Oh. They don't want to disband from that particular ideology because that's what feeds them at night. I don't even know how they can go to sleep with themselves. Listen, Jesse Lee Peterson put up a post the other day with white people getting beat up by black people in nursing homes. And this man had the nerve to say, white people, you need to basically bust back or we're going to lose our country. Brother, that, what in the... Come on, man. Listen, he, they have, and, and that's how he eats. You know, yeah. he's trained. He has now become a trained chimpanzee, in the words of Candace Owens. 
So we have to understand that our history and our culture is going to determine our success. So when you look at black, real black conservatives like Robert Smalls, who from South Carolina, he hijacked a Confederate, a Confederate ship, got his freedom, you know, became uh, uh, the first black uh, uh, representative in South Carolina and, and congressman. He didn't detach himself from his blackness. He used his blackness as a method to understand how he was going to direct his life to get freedom and how he was going to make it from slavery into power. See, they understood back then that we had to get power. It's all it's all about power. But we have forgotten that power is what we really have to accomplish in order for us to be successful. See, Blexit doesn't want power. These people, they don't want power. They want to be able to do a speaking engagement to speak and get a round of applause or... Yo, 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 y'all hear it on Candace because she's successful. That what success to me is not having to degrade myself and prostitute myself in front of two million white people and blast my people. That is not success to me. Success to me is being in control of my destiny, owning and operating my own business, being able to sit in something that's mine and be able to embrace myself and my people. That's why I opened up the community center. Me and my partner, that's that's a part of success to me, not having to jump through hoops and please people, knowing that at any time you can lose, you can lose your base. So they have to actually, they, they it's like they're being utilized by a Pied Piper. The Pied Piper has control of them. So they can't even operate outside of what their base wants. So they're always going to listen. If Candace, if Candace got on and said, all of my followers, we need to support black owned businesses. Probably a million people would unfollow her the next day. <laughs> if Candace Owens said, followers, please support black owned businesses because we have some good people in black America who own businesses who you're not buying their products because they're cheap or whatever. They have quality products. Let's highlight them and let's support them for a week so that we can help the economic condition in poor communities because you always talk so much trash about them. If she did that, you would see her followers leave immediately. Mass exodus. Mass exodus. Ma yes. See, so they can't, you can't, you will never hear Brandon Tatum actually say, you know what? Let's all support a black owned nonprofit organization in Chicago that actually works with youth trying to combat violence every day. Brandon can't say, okay, we're going to, Blexit is going to write a check because you're a nonprofit organization. You'll never hear Brandon say, Blexit is going to present a check to this particular black nonprofit organization that's helping children or young men in Chicago get out of prison who want to turn their life around and re-enter society. Brandon can't say that because he has been programmed like that Skinner rat to where he said he knows what he has to say in order to eat. So wait, 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 wait. Let's back up really fast. At one point you was Blexit, right? Yes. All right. Yes. So 
So Blessed reached out to you. You reached Blessed out to reached them. Reached out to me. I didn't ask to be in Blessed. Pierre, I, I love the brother. I ain't taking no shots at him because I think Pierre is one of the hardest working brothers that I ever met, and I would love to work with him again one day. You know, on on di on different terms. You know what I'm saying? Because he right there in the Queen City with my little brother, my little brother DJ Chuck T, man, representing in the Queen City. I would like to work with the brother one day, you know what I'm saying, on something different. But I didn't come to Blexit. I went basically because the brother said, man, because I, I, I've been established before Blexit. I, I mean, I've been running my own stuff forever. So the brother came to me and I was like, you know what? Uh, I had to think about it because I, I was always iffy. But I said, you know what, man? I'm gonna rock with the brother. Let's see. Let's see what we can do. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's see. I'd be happy because on paper, Blexit looks good, but I've never really, I haven't really never dug in because that was never like my lane. But I'm like, yo, man, that seemed like a good concept. Let's see if we can make music. Nothing to it. But at the end of the day, one thing I never do, bro, as a black man who got respect for himself and my people, and I fly the red, black, and green, I never sell my people out. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, like Frederick Douglass, Marcus Garvey, real conservative brothers and sisters who have an understanding of our culture. Brian will never sell myself out for no so, like. So, 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 so they came to you. They said, yo, brother, you want to be down with Blexit? You thought about it. You came back. You said, yeah, um, I, right, I'm down. We gang gang, yeah. right? Yeah, we, down, yeah. we, down. And then, um, you, you decided to leave one day. What, right. what? What was well, the straw that broke the camel's back? Uh, well, it, it was a series of things, right? So okay. basically, man, my breaking point really where I knew I had to separate is, you know, when Candace came out of Twitter jail, man, and she was just screaming left and right. Oh, he's a BS jogger and da, da, da. No condolences to the family. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no statement of, you know, of of trying to really have some sort of reconciliation. See, a leader, I teach conflict resolution. I got, I, I created a program and a lot of brothers, you know, uh, 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 come in now to, to, to help. So I, I mean, I, I, it was my idea, but of course you can't do anything alone. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't do it alone. It was just my idea in the beginning. So we sat down and we put together a conflict resolution program. So I'm in the schools teaching people how to resolve conflict, how we can come together, how we can settle petty disputes. But I can't be in a situation under somebody who doesn't understand how to resolve conflict. I'm a teacher, bro. I'm a, I, I, I be, see the stuff she doing and popping off and da, 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 da. I used to do that back in the day. You know what I'm saying? But we, you never get anything done like that. So I believe later on, I think she'll grow and develop as she matures and she un and she starts to understand that, you know what, I got to be more of a, a, a of a bridge builder. You know what I'm saying? I can't run. A, I work with Democrats. Republic, I work with so many people in my area to make things happen. I can't just say, oh, all Democrats are evil. Da, 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 da. And I and I can't say all oh, Republicans are evil. See, you, you, you can't do that. You point things out, but at the end of the day, you got to understand how to operate, how to move, and to help better your community. See, yeah. they don't have no solutions, family. Like, so they, so, so, so you, 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 you've, you've, you've established yourself in your area. You've been doing yeah. activism. How long have you been doing activism in your area? I, I, man, so, man, I, I got out of prison. Well, I got out the halfway house in 2009. I came home kind of 2010. So ever since then, man, I've, I've so, been. So, so what, what kind of so you, you got a computer lab set up? What have you what, what's the infrastructure like you got set up? 
man, it's beautiful, man. I got a computer lab. That's where we do the GED classes. Um, I got the, the after school program. Um, def- it, it, it definitely was African centered, you know, because the area we in, we wanted our children to be able to embrace who they were, you know, their history. We wanted to teach them that, you know, you don't have to be a drug dealer, dope dealer, hustler, game banger. You know, we taught them, we teach them the true history that's going to bring out, you know, something that is going to be productive so they can give back to the community once they achieve. You know, right. we wanted them to, to the same way how they go in school and learn European history. We just wanted to replicate that and insert African right. history and studies. See, in see, see, uh, so you basically so you have a learning center. Oh, most definitely. And I got okay. a food bank. You know, we got a food bank. Um, me and my partner yeah. Lewis. So we run the food bank. We do that. I got a diaper bank where the young ladies come in, man, and they get the diapers and, 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 and wipes and all kind of stuff. We run that. And uh, we got the dress, dress for Success program. Uh, the young brothers, men and women who come out of the penitentiary. Uh, I like to work with the halfway house here because that's where I came out when I got released from federal prison. You know, we come and we get them brand new clothes, new shirts. You know, we got the computer lab. So if one of them guys need to come and use the computer, like they can come straight to the center. You know, I know the director. Hey, man, the guy want to come down here. They come down here. They do learn the resume writing. Uh, and a lot of times I just wanted to create a safe space because when they get out of prison, you know, it's a lot of things that you got to overcome and a lot of obstacles. Sometimes you need to talk to somebody who's successful mm. and, and they're going to actually give you that fire and desire to keep moving. You know, mm. brothers got to catch the bus. You know, brother got to catch the bus. I shoot them a dollar or two. You know, come on, catch the bus. Yeah. So we, we so want you got, you got so you got the lab. You got the food bank. You got the diaper bank. You got the address for success program. Yep. Now, with all of that said, and you coming under the umbrella Blexit, did they ever get a chance to fund or how did they support this, these initiatives? They don't. They claim that they don't. They don't. They, wait, wait, wait. They, 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 they claim that they have a, a South Carolina branch, right? That was that, that, I, that, I, that the work that was done. That was me. That, that was me. When you see the work South Carolina did, when you see the pictures, you see me. That was my community center. Now, I allowed them to attach themselves because, you know. Right. I'm a, I'm so, a so, 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 all right. So, so, bless it, you know, attaches themselves to what you're doing. Um, so, you know, I know this is a well-funded organization. How much did they, did they get a chance to send you grant money or, or in donations or? They, they don't they, they Candace don't fund Blexit. Blexit is ran by Pierre Wilson. Candace don't run Blexit. And, and I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? Candace Owens don't run Blexit. That's Pierre Wilson. I hate to say it. I don't want I don't want to drop the bomb on the brother. You know what I'm saying? He's a hard worker and a dude. I respect him to the fullest. Of course, we don't see. Eye what does that eye. mean? What does that mean? He runs Blexit. He, he, he do all the work. He do the work. He do the work. Candace, do the, Candace and Brandon come down and give the speeches. Pierre's on the ground organizing day and night, hustling, trying to make moves. The brother the brother deserves all. Candace don't touch nothing with Blexit, with the state chapters and all that. Candace don't talk to nobody. She ain't nowhere around. She'll promote them on her Twitter page. She ain't going to tell nobody to join. You, She can't show me one post where she... Basically, now she might do it after this get out, and then they'd be like, "Oh, you know what? Shaquem just blasted you." So yeah, now they now now I hope I put some fire under her. And if they watching Brandon, whoever, 
bro, you need to help Blexit on the ground, bro. Candace, you need to help them. Like you, like you got the state chapters out there. They they out there trying to recruit people. All you gotta do is put up on your Twitter page, hey, join these chapters of Blexit. You're gonna have all them followers out there, but she ain't doing that. Like, come on, man, help them people. You know what I'm saying? Now it's gonna be hard to do some work in the black community because everybody's gonna be like, man, we ain't messing with y'all. But at the end of the day, bro, my organization, I'm gonna help my people right. on the ground. If they represent what I what my organization, bro, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna find you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's me. I want to see my vision grow. But you know, if you just want your platform just to be social media, then that's all it's gonna be. Man, Candace don't help them none. Brandon don't help them none. Man, them boy don't help them. You they, they didn't. You know, you got you got the food bank program. You got the diaper program. Dress for success. They ain't send a check. Well, a I mean, no, I didn't even really. I don't. I don't. I don't really need one, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm a well oiled machine. But at the end of the day. You know, I I cut checks to other nonprofit organizations. See, I, I get a lot. I get and the key, and I always tell people this: the key to success is you supporting other people. When you support other people, they're gonna support you. See, the reason why I get a lot of love and support is because I support other people. So if I see somebody, if I see like my homeboy called me the other day, said, "Yo, man, we want to do a graduation a uh, uh, cookout." Okay, here go a check. What you need? There you go. Somebody come, hey man, we want to do a basketball tournament. Man, let's call Shaquem. There you need, there you go. You know what I'm saying? I I, I I plug people in. If somebody come to me with an idea and it's legit, bro, I'm gonna write the check. And if I don't write the check, then I'm gonna get, I'm gonna turn them on to somebody I know. Write them a check. You know what I'm saying? That that that's how people give you uh, respect in return. You know what I'm saying? But Brandon and Candace, they, man, they, that's why I said, bro, Candace can't show me one. Black organization that she she talk about crime, black on black crime in Chicago, bro. She don't put her money where her mouth is. If I if, if I'm upset about black on black crime in Chicago, then I'm gonna make a change with black on black crime in Chicago, and I'm gonna go support and cut a check to somebody that's in Chicago that's doing the work. Brandon, he get up here and he run his mouth about you know he's God fearing and a Christian and all that, which the brother might be. But at the end of the day, bro, your money. You not putting your money where your mouth is. Like you, like you ain't putting your money where if you ain't putting your money where your mouth is, you ain't genuine. That's why, you know, I I I I I I see these things and I like, you know what, that ain't real. Shout to DJ, DJ's uh raw uncut truth. Appreciate you, homie. Um, he said, peace and love to the Hotep Nation. Shaquan, what's up? Uh, Shaquem, what's up? He said, shout out to the hotels. I love y'all. Stay safe and healthy. Freedom of death. So let me ask you this next question, right? You you really, I love that analogy from the Skinner uh, rat experiment, right? Yeah. Um, so we know that exists for uh, right-leaning people. Um, surely that exists for the left-leaning left oh, yeah. left people too, right? What are the, so, so what is the, if you wanted to have one of these, you know, liberals, uh, you know, what is what, when in the experiment do you feed a liberal? You know, um, when in the experiment do you not feed them? Are the rules the same as for conservatives? Yeah, so the rules are the same, right? The rules are the same. You can apply it to any given circumstance. So Candace is just a black version of Jesse Jackson on a different scale. See, she see Jesse Jackson knows that he's got to play the race card to live too. But yeah. what he does 
is he's going to put the political smackdown on somebody. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, you know, you know, uh, we we gonna we gonna boycott it. We gonna put something out here. You know, give me a little, you, you give me a little change. You know what I'm saying? Then we we might might could work with you. You know what I'm saying? Give me a little change. And and, 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 and so you know, I'm not gonna do this press conference. You know, I, I ain't gonna blast you out. You know, so they they know they know how to manipulate the system and play the game so that they can beep, get that little crumb. Now you get that crumb. All right, let's call off the protest. Call up. Let's back down. Let's back down. You know, let's call out the protest. You know, so they they do stuff like that so that they can. And, and it's and it's all it, it's all about the race card. If you look at it, Candace will say the race card, race card, race card. And and the first thing she do, well, black, 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 black. And then she try to blame somebody for playing the race card. And everything that she says is anti-black. Then you got somebody like Jesse Jackson or Al. All they do all day is. I mean, somebody, a white boy can say, man, I drive a white Lexus with an all white T-shirt and, and white tank top and white socks. And they're going to say he racist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's just, they, the race, listen, the biggest scam right now that's happening in the conservative movement, if you want to get your game, if you want to get some money, put on a MAGA hat and start talking about black on black crime, you will instantly get paid, bro. That is the new scam. If you want, if you, and, and, and the white conservatives, they don't see how they getting scammed, bro. They getting scammed. Listen, go on Larry Elder Page, and all that, all he does is talk about black on black crime and black fatherlessness, and dude gets paid. That's all, if black fatherless, black on black crime. That's it. Every time the brother can, he can say the same thing over and over again like a broken record. He don't even got to change his tune. So he just getting paid just from just from talking about black on black crime in Chicago. Same but same talking points. That's it. What they're doing is they're manipulating the white conservatives to actually play their game and to get paid. That's what they manipulate. It's, it's mind manipulation, bro. It's strategy. It's the art of seduction. All they probably did is listen. There's no way Candace Owens goes from one year she's like, you know what? Nah, man. Systemic racism exists. You know, we fed up. Anti-Trump. And then Anti -Trump. all of a sudden, you turn around and blink, boom, oh, it disappeared. Candace, tell me when systemic racism, dis racism disappeared from within the four years that you changed from a Democrat to a conservative. Where, where she, had a, she, she, had a, she had a Blexit. Yeah. So, she so, had a walk away moment. Right. So even if you walk away, that don't mean that the, the system done, the, the <laughs> racism didn't walk away. You walked away. Racism, the, the systemic, uh, 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 the, the, um, the ratio between crack cocaine and cocaine in the prison system still exists. It's 50 to one. It's still there. You still got uh, uh, all type of uh, uh, redlining that goes on. That still exists. Like all of this stuff still exists. That didn't go nowhere just because you left. That didn't go nowhere. So my <laughs> point is, how how all of a sudden did you just change your ideology that fast to one day you fight and next day it's gone? It's uh. the money, bro. It's the money. It's uh. the money, bro. It's bro. Listen, I done been in the streets too long. I know how people game and, 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 and game game people and manipulate people, bro. I done seen it too much. You know, from selling crack. It's, it's, you, you, you in the hood. I'm in the hood. Right? Uh, so, so 
is the hood voting for Trump this this year? Or are they voting for Biden? Or are they not voting? Okay, so the, the the hood might the hood probably gonna sit this one out, right? The hood gonna sit this one out. And I'm gonna tell you why the hood gonna sit this one out. See, even though I might say, you know what, I think Trump is better than Biden, but at the end of the day, man, Trump, Trump doesn't have Trump, Trump is too, he's too, I would say, arrogant. Like he gets too arrogant. Like, like he, like the way, like just look at the statement he did last night. Now he got to go back on tw on Twitter and backtrack. See, he doesn't have. I don't think he got those solid people around him who would be like, man, listen, man, shut up, sit down. You know, <laughs> he, he need one of them solid people. You know, like you, you know, like you got solid brothers. I got solid brothers around. If I do something, they're gonna say, man, listen, man. You know, come on, man, let's walk outside, man. You gotta, you gotta chill. You know what I'm saying? And Trump gotta remember, right? He lost by three, the popular vote by three million people. Three million now. He didn't, it wasn't like he got some huge victory where he can, you know, beat his chest. Bro, you got beat by three, three million votes. So you, you hanging on with a string. So everything that he says has to be calculated. Bro, he just had Biden in a big old gaff with you're not black. He could have rolled that wave, but guess what? He just lost momentum because now he, oh man, he thugs and we gonna shoot this and that. Boom! All the momentum you had done gone. I guarantee you, they ain't gonna sell no more. You ain't black shirts after that last thing that Trump did. Uh, they don't sell no more shirts. Maybe uh, a handful. So uh, Trump, the hood gonna sit this one out. I understand why, and they don't like Biden because Biden's record, Biden's record isn't good neither. You know what I'm saying? So the hood probably gonna sit it out. Like I said, right now I, I would take Trump. You know what I'm saying? But I don't blame nobody who said they ain't they gonna sit it out. I definitely ain't gonna, you know. But at the end of the day, bro, when we start talking about, but, but and this is one of my favorite brothers right here. Man, I was reading this too, man. Stokely Carmichael. You know what I'm saying? Stokely Carmichael a lot of time talked about, you know, black economics. You know what I'm saying? And black politics. We should be able to survive no matter who's in office. Political strategy is only one piece of the puzzle. That shouldn't be our whole, uh, we shouldn't put all of our eggs in one basket. So politics is only one vehicle to get where we need. And with politics, you have economics because politics without economics is style without substance. See, politics runs the the public sector is backed by the private sector. That's why. Wait, you wait, say say that again. You, what what politics is what style? Say that. Yeah, style. Politi line. Okay, so politics without economics is style without substance. Say that one more time. <laughs> politics <laughs> without economics is style without substance. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> politics is politics politics without economics. Is like style with no substance. Mm, mm, bars. Yeah, that's how it is. Because if you if politicians they they appease their 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 finances. So if I every and I see it all the time. If I'm running for U.S. Senate, I'm going to make laws that are going to favor the people who've donated to my campaign. I have to keep them in my pocket. So the thing is, with a lot of Trump supporters, they're cheerleaders. 
And with Biden supporters, they're cheerleaders. With a lot, a lot of people, whether they're black, they're cheerleaders. So instead of saying MAGA, MAGA, and doing MAGA songs, and everybody want to do the MAGA dance, and dudes want to make MAGA music, and you know, but what policy are you taking to Donald Trump? See, dude, dude, everybody start having man. Trump retweeted my post. Oh, Trump retweeted me. Okay, so. What does that have to do with changing our condition with as far as black people in America? How 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 did Trump if Trump retweeted one of my posts right now, bro, I went they ain't gonna make me okay, dude retweeted me. So what? <laughs> like, like, that, that, like how did I see like I said during the reconstruction era, our black politicians understood that the ultimate goal was the acquisition of power. We've lost that sight. We're not thinking about the acquisition of power. That's the only way that this, this is going to benefit us. Turning Point USA is not invested in giving blacks power or helping blacks get power in our communities. Blexit is not concerned about helping blacks achieve power in their communities. They're not. You can't tell me they are. So what's happening is that all they're doing is minimizing our role, utilizing our face and saying, you know what? We have a couple of black friends. But what does that have to do with helping the education system and the schools? It has nothing to do with it. What does it have to do with helping black businesses grow and develop in economically depressed areas? They're not doing nothing for that. There's no agenda. And when you say, okay, we want a black agenda, the first thing would say, oh no, no, there's no such thing. Everybody, we're all colorblind. Not what well, I don't see color. You know what I'm saying? The only time they see color is when it's black on black crime. That's it. The only time they see color is when it's black on black crime. Other than that, or or or, or when it's time to say you a black conservative. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They want to see that destroyed. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah. They want to see that destroyed. So see, my 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 whole my whole thing is right. Conservatism is about protecting our communities. 2A all day, Second Amendment, protecting our community, protecting our woman, protecting our family. See, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Black Wall Street wouldn't have been destroyed if we had our own system of protection. That's what we got to do. Second Amendment, if that's patrolling our communities, then we need to patrol our communities. We need to make sure that our families, our women, are protected, our children. That's that 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 that's how that's conservatism. Can uh, 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 being able to conserve the family makeup, and we do that through responsible gun ownership. When 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 you look at uh, uh, um, other things like um, uh, economic development, you know we want to make sure you know capitalism. Is good, but it also has to have checks and balances. We all know that because you can't just let in any. It has to be a mixture, right? You can't just let it run wild, and you got people doing all kind of crazy stuff. But entrepreneurship is definitely something that's going to help conserve the makeup of our communities. So when you start looking at conservative values, they've actually changed it to mean you have to uh, throw away or discard your history in order to accept some neutralized whitewashed version of history that's not correct so they're mm -hmm. adding things in and giving it an illusion of inclusion 
and they're not allowing us to express who we really are as a people. That's why it's going to be hard. That's why Blexit will never be accepted in the black community at large because you can't join Blexit and say, hey, y'all, let's read The Falsification of African Consciousness by Amos Wilson. You can't say, okay, let's have a reading day. Well, let's talk about Stokely Carmichael. Let's talk about Huey P. Newton. Let's talk about Bobby Seale. You know, let's talk about uh, H. Rap Brown. Let's have these discussions, right? See, they, mm-hmm. but you could talk about George Washington, Benjamin Franklin. See, you could talk about their heroes. And even white white people should be able to sit down and say, let's have a discussion about Stokely Carmichael. Let's have a discussion about H. Rap Brown. Let's have a discussion, you know, about blacks who have taken their time to form organizations. But 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 go ahead. But but but, but Shaq Kim, uh, this this young lady in the chat, she oh. said, she said, uh. Why is it always about your skin color? Why is everything got to be so black? Why is it always about your skin color? Why everything got to be black power this, black power that, black okay. this, black that? Okay, so this is the thing. That's why That's why it's important for us to understand the falsification of African consciousness. See, when you embrace yourself, you embrace the positive. See, we're not looking at the positive side of embracing being black. It's positive. Our culture is beautiful. You don't hear the Chinese people saying, well, why do we want to talk about being Chinese? They embrace their culture. They wear wear their cultural dress. They speak their native language. Even with the Mexicans, they, you know, they they, they wear the Mexican flags and they hang out and they wear the sombreros and they, they have fun. If we're true about who we are, we should applaud people for, 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 for embracing their culture, and we should admire that. It's beautiful. See, when you start looking at the world as a pot of gumbo, it's beautiful. I love to see the African experience. I love to see the traditional dance. I love to hear the beat of the drums. I love it because it resonates with my soul because I'm an African man. I'm I'm of African descent. It's beautiful. The Constitution, we talk about how it embraces different cultures and different religions, but You're not a constitutionalist if I can't embrace being black. The Constitution gives, should give me, it gives me the right to be black and still live in this country. So if you're saying, well, why does it always have, why is it? No, it's our culture that we have to embrace. But what's happened is the reason why we are asked that question and nobody else has asked that question is because they are fearful. They Uh-oh. have always feared. That's why we were kept as slaves. They've always feared that if we ever got back in power, we do the same thing to them that they did to us. But that's Uh-oh. not true. That's not true. When when, when 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 Dylan Roof went into the church in Charleston, they didn't kill him. They prayed with him. They had prayer with him. And, 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 and after he killed him, the family said, we forgive you. I wouldn't have did it. But as a people, we've always been a loving people and a caring people. When the colonizer came to Africa, we didn't kill them and run them out, which now looking back, we should have did it. But we didn't. We embraced them. We taught them our culture. We loved them. Even during slavery, when they when, when, when the white woman, they, they picked black nannies to raise their children. We didn't just go kill the kids and say, let's get off the plantation. No, we raised the children and we kept the house clean. Our people have always been a loving and caring people. That's the nature of black people. 
That's our because that's our heart. That's our that's what we that's what we embrace our culture. But the problem is a lot of times subliminally they fear that if we ever got to a point to where we got power, we're gonna turn into a Mussolini. We're gonna turn into a Joseph Stalin. We're gonna turn into an Adolf Hitler and say, you know what? Payback time. That's where the fear comes in at. But history shows that hasn't happened like that. Embrace your blackness. Nothing wrong with that. If they feel if they don't if they don't accept you for embracing your blackness, then they're the ones that need to go because they're the ones who races. So that that that's that's my point on that. There. Shout to um Brody McFarland. Appreciate you said much love for the solid brother Shaq Cam Hotep everybody. Hotep Brody. Hotep. Chat said. Uh, power being a bad word is Orwellian. Opposite of power is powerlessness. Uh, build your own power, empower people who can build with you. Indeed, indeed. You know, so, I was reading in, in Dr. Amos Wilson's book, uh, he said that power is the ability to define reality, rea is to the, the ability to define what your reality is and the ability to put it into action. That's power. I can define my own reality and then I can put it into action and manifest it. Mm. That, that's power. So the thing is, how are you defining your reality in your day to day walk of life? How are you defining your 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 culture? How do we define our culture? Do we define it as a dynamic to where people are working together and supporting each other and building businesses? Or do we define our reality as black on black crime, fatherlessness? That's that that that's not our culture. Mm. You know, so we're what we're doing is we're allowing white supremacists in blackface to define our culture. That's why they're so mad that we're saying, you know what, black conservatism has to change. They're scared and they're fearful because they know that we want power. We want legislation. We want to be legislators. We want to write documents. We want to put things into place to where we write laws. They're scared of that, so what they're doing is they're putting up a Candace Owens who isn't even concerned about writing legislation. They put up a Brandon Tatum who doesn't talk about ways how we can empower the communities. They don't talk about that. So they use them to say, you know what? Keep those blacks in checks right there. We're talking about Frederick Douglass, uh, 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 Marcus Garvey, uh, uh, um, conservatism. They're using them to keep us in check. So let's play a game. Okay. We're about to wind down here <clears throat> on the hour. And I want to play a game real fast and see where we go with this. You ready? Yes, sir. I wave my magic wand and I make a million dollars appear. And this million dollars is for the black community. Now, you can use this money whatever way you see fit. 20 cities, 10 cities, one city, one town, one child. What do you do? Somebody hands you a million dollars and they say, hey, you know, you have your own organization. What's the name of your organization? Asafo Community Development Association. So they send that organization a million dollars. They say you could do anything for the black community. What you want? What would you do? I'm going to build a school. Educa education is the key to success. They they, they, they can they, as, as much as much as they want to as much as somebody tries to stop us. You can't stop somebody who's educated. They can't, they can't stop you. 
So that'd be the first thing I do. I go open up. I go open up independent, independent schools. Therefore, I can control the curriculum. I control what's being taught. I can under. I can control how what type of disciplinary measures we take. I can control, you know, the day to day activities of, you know, how long the school day is, how much we pay the teachers. I want to open. I would open up an independent school so we can teach our people how to be farmers how to grow our own food, how to start our own businesses. That's what that's what I do. Off top. Mm, mm. Learning institution. You know, I was uh, playing with this idea earlier. Um, you know, we think about the stadium Barclays, right? Mm -hmm. In New York, in Brooklyn. Imagine if a building the size of a stadium was a 24-hour community center. Mm. Could you imagine? Now imagine that now we know that all these stadiums are built in majority, a lot of them are built in um poor neighborhoods, right? New Orleans, you know, all all across the nation, right? <clears throat> imagine if these places were community centers in their downtime. Like one of my followers brought to this. They said, what if it, you know, while these things were in or downtime, there were community centers for the community, mm. you know? I think that children need places to go. And I love your idea of the school, you know. Um, yeah. Mm. No, I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. That 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 that'll be that'll be the first that'll be the first thing I go after. I mean, just imagine being able, you know, and what I what my, my goal uh starting this year coming in the fall is I got well, I got a young brother, man. He's actually a STEM teacher. So, you know, um he had a, a um a fit, uh, um, uh, uh, like a little class that he had set up where he was teaching the kids how to make electric bikes. You know what I'm saying? So the kids, they brought in their old bikes. You know what I'm saying? He went, paid his money, man, bought the motors. We kind of, you know, gave him some donations. And it was like 10 kids. They turned all the bikes into electrical bikes. You know, just doing things like that because what he was telling me, he said, that type of thing brings out a lot of the creative. It's problem solving. And what we lack a lot of time, especially in black schools, is the ability to problem solve. We might, you know, it's a difference between learning, saying, okay, one plus one is two, two plus two is three, three plus three is four. You might get that part of it, but when you say, okay, when you put it in a, in a word problem and you're asked to solve this problem, you freeze up. Mm -hmm. or, you know, teaching them about trapping solar energy and making solar panels. So. I mean, the brother, man, is real sharp, man. I, man, if I had him on here with me one day, man, he'd blow your mind. But mm. brother's real sharp, man. And he said, this is what black children need to be learning. Because you could teach a person all day, you know, trigonometry and geometry and all of that. But when you get out of school, you're not going to use it. So he's like, yo, that's why you need STEM classes and trade classes to teach people how to problem solve and to get uh, and to get a trade. So, you know, I would, I would definitely, the school I did open, I mean, we would, it'll be definitely trade centered. Mm, mm. I like that. I like that. How can people, how can people uh, find you and get in contact with you? Man. So my, 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 my Facebook page, man, I, I, I got, I got to step my game up, man, and get, and get, get a real website. But I do, I do run a site called the South Carolina Herald. I just haven't been messing with it for a while, man, because I've been doing a lot of community work. But, you know, find me on Facebook, Shakim Amin Aket. 
Um, definitely find me. I just started the Twitter page, man. Shaquem my cat. I think I got like like 250 followers, man. I done, I done hit the jackpot. You know what I'm saying? But I just started it, man. I just got on Twitter. I don't really know too much about it, man, but it's cranking up. Um, also, uh, our Facebook page, my community center is called the Community Resource Center, North Charleston. Community Resource Center, North Charleston, man. We do a lot of work, uh, especially with the youth, and it's wonderful. I mean, we do all type of things, man. So but I appreciate you for having me on, too, family. Yeah, already, man. No, I, I heard you speak. We were in a black conservative conference, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, uh, at first I saw the name, excuse me, I saw the name Shaquem Aket. Now I immediately saw the comedic relevance there. Yeah. And I said, oh, this brother Hotep. <laughs> you know what? If you go on my Facebook page, my name has always been Shaquem Amin Hotep Aket. The oh, reason wow. I took out the Amin Hotep is somebody reported my my name a long time ago and facebook was like um i needed to you have your ID. real name or something yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So sending my stuff and it was shakim amen i can't so you know i added the amen hotep of course because of the ancient comedic dynasties you know what i'm saying the, the hotep dynasty so I, I i added that in but they made me take it out but that's cool yeah 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 so yeah i saw you was hotep and i was like and he started talking i'm like yeah now nah, this the this is the real deal conservatism y'all got to get behind, man. If they, don't, if they don't look like Shaq Kim, they ain't making no stain out here. They ain't really doing nothing. They ain't helping nobody. They ain't moving nothing. No, man. No. That's why, man, like I said, man, we got to, we got to, um, you know, read books like The Philosophies and Opinions of Marcus Garvey. You know, that, and, and I think, I think as we, I think as we begin to get our, get black people to understand that a lot of our ideals are conservative, you know, but we got, we got, we got, we got to weed out. And, 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 you know, I talked to a lot of my partners, man, they'd be like, man, I don't know how y'all rock. You rock with a lot of them. And to be honest, I don't even fault nobody for not saying they're conservative. I, to be honest with a lot of the people on the right, like, bro, you got some of the most racist, I mean, outright, downright, stone cold. I mean, see the liberal, the liberal, you got to kind of like, we kind of, you know, you got to kind of see through them a little bit. You got to kind of do a little, you know, peek in and, you know, you got to kind of, you know, they, they, they a little more, they a little more slick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you got to kind of feel it out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to kind of feel them out a little, man. Yeah. But the, 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 the Republican, oh, you go, no, they don't like you. Oh, you gonna know? They, um, no, uh, no. <laughs> the liberal ain't gonna be no like. What about black on black crime? They'll just be like, uh, well, you know, I don't think we should really let's let's talk about you know something else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, they they not they they're not gonna be so outright with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's really it's really kind of like a child. Which one do you which one do you prefer? Man. And almost the one you can see, because at the end of the day, the one I can see, boy, I know I, 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 I don't got you. You know, I let me get rid of you now. So really, the one you can see is 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 the best one because you don't have to do too much. You know, they 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 they. You know, like the lady at the park, right? I, I it almost appeared that she was a Democrat because she was like one of the things that kind of hurt. She was like a. 
you know, she had like the scheme already down. You know, I'm going to call in and I'm going to say that you are an African-American male that threatened my life. See, she already had it, but she just kind of like a real racist. Oh, no. So I got this black guy right here right now. Da, 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 he's threatening my life. They're going to go ahead and call. They ain't gonna, they're not going to contrive, you know, this scheme and then tell it to you. And this is what I'm. No, they're going to be like, yo. Get, get this get this n-word out of here <laughs> he's trying to kill that they, they don't gotta plot it and think it and nah they just gonna be like yo man this black dude is here threatening my life they gonna yeah. call 911 off the jump they're not gonna sit back and and this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that i said oh yeah see that she sound like one of them that sound like something the, the liberal to do you know what i'm saying that's you know outright racist they just gonna pick up the phone and call on you like get them now <laughs> yeah, 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 hell yeah. Now nah, you nailed that on the head. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's funny as hell. Oh, shout out to Christian199 Super Chat. Appreciate that. Phil, thank you. He said, my bro, Lunch Money Lewis is definitely down to talk to you at least 9, a. 9 Eastern. Just spoke to him. Make sure to tell him to get on your stream. Uh, excited to watch the conversation. Um. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Um. Uh, I'm supposed to be debating uh, this this guy named Lunch Money Lewis at, at well, nine. You debating, what, you, what you debating him on? Uh, Lil Wayne's comments. What Lil Wayne say? Lil Wayne basically said, you know, it's our fault that this stuff keeps happening to us. Um, you can't get mad at all white people. You got to be real specific. Um, what else did he say? Um. um You know, basically, you know, the, the 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 typical accountability and responsibility angle, you know, and like I'm not going to be going out here tweeting about shit and wearing shirts, you know, and taking pictures with shirts and saying like I'm an activist. You know, it's like he said, what are you going to do after this? Like after you tweet about this incident, after you protest, what do you do next? You know, and I, I thought that was powerful. Yeah. So and, and I kind of always talk about the Jay-Z situation with Colin Kaepernick. You know, Jay-Z, you know, he sat back and he said, OK, you know, after all that happened, he said, you know, we moved past kneeling into more actionable items. And I totally right. agree. Right. What, what, what actionable items are we going to implement in order to get us to where we at? So, like I said, a lot of people don't see it as as an alley-oop. See, the protesters, they get every. They get, you know what? I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you one of the most powerful stories that somebody told me. I was actually, so in my city, you got little young boys. They they make um, little flowers out of what they call palmetto. They get a tree, they tear it down, chop it up, and they make the roses and they sell it. Mm-hmm. So one of the little boys got beat up by a cop or whatever, long story short. So I was like, yo, let me grab my bullhorn. We're going down. We're going down to protest. So, you know, I always would protest, get in. I'm like cutting up, acting a fool. So brother pulled me aside, man, brother in, in, in local politics, a politician. He pulled me aside. He said, man, you know what? He said, brother, I admire you, so I'm going to tell you this. I said, what? He said, every time you go out and protest, he said, you know what happened? I said, what? He said, there's always a meeting in either city hall or some back room, and they say, you know what? These people are mad. So they bring in their people and they offer them money to have little uh, 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 um, studies that's done, 
racial reconciliation study, and they pay people two hundred thousand dollars to come up with a with a with a with a plan, or, or they pay them three hundred and fifty thousand to do a study, and they give them this big money, and then they come out and say, you know what, we got a solution. We're bringing in a we're bringing in a company to study race relations in the city, and we're gonna have a summit or a conference or something like that. And all that did is just shut the activists up. So he said, bro, you got people getting paid off of you. Anytime you go out there and you speak with that bullhorn, all of a sudden somebody comes in and says, you know what? Well, we're going to create a citizens review board and we're going to bring this company in to do an audit of the police department. They get their homeboy to do it. They get them $500,000. So now what they did is you were protesting. They came in and said, OK, let's get my homeboy to do a racial a racial audit of the police department. Now they go on the news, do a press conference and say, OK, we're going to have the results. It's going to be a six month study. We're going to bring the results back and we're going to talk to the community and have an open discussion in a town hall meeting. So I just went out there and risked my life with the bullhorn. White boys came in and said, okay, this is what we're going to do. In order for the, us to shut them up, we got to create a program that's going to take care of this problem. I'm going to pay my homeboy and we're going to present it to the public. Bam. They just use me. Checkmate. Yep. Yep. Happens every day. Happens every day. So what people got to realize is that what little Wayne got to realize too, what all of us got to realize is I remember one time a, a wise friend of mine said, you always got to have the agitator and you got to have the negotiator. The agitator and the negotiator got to work hand in hand. Yeah. So when you agitating, somebody got to be in the back negotiating. Yeah. Because if you agitating and you're not negotiating, you're not at the table. So the decisions uh -huh. being made, the agitator gets left out. But uh, you can't negotiate if you don't have an agitator because uh, power concedes nothing without a demand. Mm -hmm. So if they don't have a lot of times, the only way when you come to the table that you can have your voice heard is if you say, you know what? If y'all don't concede to what we want, I got 600 people right now that are ready to burn this city down. And if I let these people go and they burn this city down, guess what? You're going to spend more money reconstructing this city than it would to do this right here that we're trying to do. So if you don't have the agitators and the negotiators, you never you you, you got to have that 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 fine mix. So protesting is a means of agitation. But then you got to have the negotiators to come in and sit down to the table. But they got to look out for the people who are on the front line agitating. So I think that's. That's what and that's that's how our history has always been. Even if you look at it now with the reopen, you know, with the protests, they agitating. They they the, the white people, they agitating. They I'm not shutting my business down, boom, they locking them up, putting pressure on the lawmakers. They're going down to Michigan with the guns. They saying we want revolution, we want a haircut. You know what I'm saying? They down there agitating, going to the Capitol, holding these rallies. They telling the, the law. And at the same time that they are here agitating, you got people going to Ted Cruz. We need to open up. You got people going to the governors. We need to open up. They add. They, they, so what's happening is with the reopen situation, you have the agitators and then you have the negotiators. That's all it is, man. Mm, mm, deep, deep, powerful. Shit. Yo, this interview is going to be up on soundcloud.com slash Jesus in a few uh, a few days or so. Give us some time, my daughter, to get that up for um, for your listening pleasure. This is a powerful interview. Um, 
definitely going to have to play this one back. Um, Everybody stay tuned. I'll be back in about a half hour. I'll be debating Lunch Money Lewis on on the comments made by uh, Lil Wayne. So uh, stay tuned. Who I I should put my money on real quick before you go? Who I need to put my money on, man? Put your money on Hotep. You always be on Hotep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all.